Section 10 of The Art of Worldly Wisdom. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Sonrisa, Survision.org. The Art of Worldly Wisdom by Baltasar Gracian. Translated by Joseph Jacobs. Section 10. 71. Do not vacillate. Let not your actions be abnormal, either from disposition or affectation. An able man is always the same in his best qualities. He gets the credit of trustworthiness. If he changes, he does so for good reason or good consideration. In matters of conduct, change is hateful. There are some who are different every day. Their intelligence varies, still more their will, and with this their fortune. Yesterday's white is today's black. Today's no was yesterday's yes. They always give the lie to their own credit and destroy their credit with others. 72. Be resolute. Bad execution of your designs does less harm than irresolution in forming them. Streams do less harm flowing than when dammed up. There are some men so infirm of purpose that they always require direction from others, and this not on account of any perplexity, for they judge clearly, but from sheer incapacity for action. It needs some skill to find out difficulties, but more to find a way out of them. There are others who are never in straits. Their clear judgment and determined character fit them for the highest callings. Their intelligence tells them where to insert the thin end of the wedge their resolution how to drive it home. They soon get through anything. As soon as they have done with one sphere of action, they are ready for another. Affianced to fortune, they make themselves sure of success. 73. Utilize slips. That is how smart people get out of difficulties. They extricate themselves from the most intricate labyrinth by some witty application of a bright remark. They get out of a serious contention, by an airy nothing, or by raising a smile. Most of the great leaders are well grounded in this art. When you have to refuse, it is often the polite way to talk of something else. Sometimes it proves the highest understanding not to understand. 74. Do not be unsociable. The truest wild beasts live in the most populous places. To be inaccessible is the fault of those who distrust themselves, whose honors change their manners. It is no way of earning people's goodwill by being ill-tempered with them. It is a sight to see one of those unsociable monsters who make a point of being proudly impertinent. Their dependents, who have the misfortune to be obliged to speak with them, enter as if prepared for a fight with a tiger, armed with patience and with fear. To obtain their post, these persons must have ingratiated themselves with everyone, but having once obtained it, they seek to indemnify themselves by disobliging all. It is a condition of their position that they should be accessible to all, yet from pride or spleen they are so to none. Tis a civil way to punish such men by letting them alone, and depriving them of opportunities of improvement, by granting them no opportunity of intercourse. 75. Choose an heroic ideal. But rather to emulate than to imitate, there are exemplars of greatness, living texts of honor. Let every one have before his mind the chief of his calling, not so much to follow him as to spur himself on. 
Alexander wept, not on account of Achilles dead and buried, but over himself, because his fame had not yet spread throughout the world. Nothing arouses ambition so much in the heart as the trumpet clang of another's fame. The same thing that sharpens envy nourishes a generous spirit. 76. Do not always be jesting. Wisdom is shown in serious matters and is more appreciated than mere wit. He that is always ready for jests is never ready for serious things. They resemble liars in that men never believe either, always expecting a lie in one, a joke in the other. One never knows when you speak with judgment, which is the same as if you had none. A continual jest soon loses all zest. Many get the rapture of being witty, but thereby lose the credit of being sensible. Jest has its little hour. Seriousness should have all the rest. 77. Be all things to all men. A discreet Proteus, learned with the learned, saintly with the sainted. It is the great art to gain everyone's suffrages. Their goodwill gains general agreement. Notice men's moods and adapt yourself to each, genial or serious as the case may be. Follow their lead, glossing over the changes as cunningly as possible. This is an indispensable art for dependent persons. But this savoir-faire calls for great cleverness. He only will find no difficulty who has a universal genius in his knowledge and universal ingenuity in his wit. 78. The Art of Undertaking Things Fools rush in through the door, for folly is always bold. The same simplicity which robs them of all attention to precautions deprives them of all sense of shame at failure. But prudence enters with more deliberation. Its forerunners are caution and care. They advance and discover whether you can also advance without danger. Every rush forward is freed from danger by caution, while fortune sometimes helps in such cases. Step cautiously where you suspect depth. Sagacity goes cautiously forward while precaution covers the ground. Nowadays there are unsuspected depths in human intercourse. You must therefore cast the lead at every step. 79. A genial disposition, if, with moderation, is an accomplishment, not a defect. A grain of gaiety seasons all. The greatest men join in the fun at times, and it makes them liked by all but they should always, on such occasions, preserve their dignity, nor go beyond the bounds of decorum. Others, again, get themselves out of difficulty quickest by a joke, for there are things you must take in fun, though others perhaps mean them in earnest. You show a sense of placability, which acts as a magnet on all hearts. 80. Take care to get information. We live by information, not by sight. We exist by faith in others. The ear is the area gate of truth, but the front door of lies. The truth is generally seen, rarely heard. Seldom she comes in elemental purity, especially from afar. There is always some admixture of the moods of those through whom she has passed. The passions tinge her with their colors wherever they touch her, sometimes favorably, sometimes the reverse. She always brings out the disposition— Therefore receive her with caution from him that praises, with more caution from him that blames. Pay attention to the intention of the speaker. You should know beforehand on what footing he comes. 
let reflection assay falsity and exaggeration. End of section 10